Roots and wings. 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 Welcome to Roots and Wings. I'm Amy. And I'm Danielle. This is our podcast about raising teens. We're just two northern mums doing our best, juggling and winging it at the greatest and hardest job of raising teens. No topic is too tough or too taboo to talk about. So why don't you grab a coffee and join our conversation? Danielle, we are recording. Amy, we are recording our podcast. (laughs) Live from my kitchen. Welcome. Welcome to Roots and Wings. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah, so it looks like we're actually doing this. We have been talking about doing this for so long and we're actually, yeah. Let's I know. Do it. Let's... I mean, I think it was 2022 when we started having the conversation, and we're nearly the end of 2023. Ridiculous. Yes. But we're here. We're here. We're doing it. We are recording our first episode. I know. I know. And it's really nice. Do you know what? Just to sit opposite you for an hour, it's a bit weird not having a glass of wine. We'll maybe work our way up to that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do um, a Friday night one or something. Yeah. That'd be cool. But it's really nice just having some time out to. Just take a breath from the manicness that is, you know, our lives, isn't it? Yeah, being a parent to ten thousand kids. Yeah. So what? So we're we're six. <laughs> we're six like we've got that. six between us. Not together. It's important yeah, but to don't say. Don't you sometimes feel like you've got an army? An army. Yeah. It depends whether they're for or against me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, each episode, we're going to have a little catch up with each other first before we get into the heavy business of discussing the day's topic um because genuinely this is probably the only time we're going to see each other from one week to the next you go don't talk don't talk tell me on the podcast um yeah so tell me what you've been up to what have you been up to this week Danielle Uh, this week I have been struggling to be honest I've been struggling to juggle life of just busy with with work you're a chaperone yeah chaperone on this I've been on two tv sets actually this week Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also doing my own research for the podcast and doing lots of work like that. And then also having my three children running around. And I did actually have quite a big mum fail this morning. Oh. Uh, Well, I forgot to do the dark washing. It sounds quite boring, but it was really (laughs) emotional for me. So I didn't didn't wash their uniform, the dark washing. So I put it on at 11 o'clock last night, hoping it'd be dry this morning. So I got up at five this morning thinking if I just press the iron on it, for a while it'll, uh, it'll dry yeah. so yeah Hendrix and me and me went to school in kind of damp trousers and a damp skirt I literally did that the other day I so they went thought, school. what's wrong with me why can't I just I'm really quite an unorganized person but surely I can make sure the uniform's clean and dry to, to go to school oh. yes yeah, so I, I felt crap about it and just started questioning everything like your whole life yeah and yeah. then i'd run my mum going where are you what are you doing why are you not here helping me with the washing and she's um, like oh she's busy doing this that the other yeah um, she does help me a lot but she didn't help me with that uniform she just had to say that, that just in case she listens <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you are booked in next week mum <laughs> yeah. and every week after that yeah <laughs> so oh. what's happened with your what have you been doing this week what well, have you been doing um I mean, this is probably going to become a bit of a thing. As you know, I'm a woman of a certain age and I am not yet perimenopausal or menopausal, although I am pretty much the world's expert. But I do have a lot of issues that sometimes are related to that and are kind of gut related. 
Um, I'm trying not to give too much away, but she, I am absolutely She has obsessed. a different thing arriving I have every week. She's got a different product. It's and so she's, true. You just like... I'm a, a marketer's dream, yeah. dream, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, you really are. Um, I'm obsessed with Divinia Taylor and her will powders, so I buy most of her products. So I have no idea which one works because I take them all and just shove them all in. Um, I'm really obsessed with Divina. So Divinia and Divina, you've got to have a D, otherwise yeah, I'm yeah. just not listening. Um, so yeah, I'm a bit I've actually had a night out with her years ago. Have you? Yeah, she was great fun. Yeah. Oh, get her on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I should do, really. Give her a buzz. <laughs> Um, yeah, so in fact, they have a good podcast. Um, and so this week I have bought um, mushroom coffee. What? <laughs> it's a thing. That sounds disgusting. It's a thing. That sounds, Google it. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, yeah. Mushroom coffee. What is mushroom coffee supposed to do? Coffee made out of mushrooms. Oh, I thought you were going to ask what it was. I was really disappointed <laughs> then. I was like, Get in with the clever remark. Yeah, it's just mushroom coffee. Oh, it's got... Because mushrooms are apparently going to save the world. They're going to transform the world because we're all going to live on mushrooms. We can live on mushrooms alone or something like that. <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't taste of mushrooms. It's actually okay. So, yeah, so that's that's been fun. And then apart from that, I am exactly the same as you, running around like an absolute lunatic, airing around. Um, but I'm not complaining because, you know, we're here and we're happy and healthy for the most part, aren't we? Yeah, we won't um, have it any other way, really. So we discussed many, many topics as which would be our first, which would we kick off this Roots and Wings podcast with? Um, And we've got some biggies coming up, haven't we? Yeah, really big. Really good. Really good guests, really good topics. But this one just kept like, it just kept talking to me and like I was thinking, we have to talk about social media. What a massive topic. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't really know where to start. Um, in fact, I'll tell you where I'm going to start. I'm going to start with a stat. Sure. <laughs> According to Statista.com, this uh, is from April the 6th, 2022. A quarter of three-year-olds, three-year-olds in the UK have a social media profile. No way. I'm not even kidding. Three-year-olds? Three. So this isn't even teens. This is starting... So- a lot younger than... I think we missed the boat, really, oh. don't you, on this whole conversation. Gosh. So a quarter of three-year-olds. So See, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I don't think... I wouldn't do it. Well, I'm not doing it with Myla. I do put Myla up on my yeah. social media, but that's Give like... Give her her own profile. Yeah, I don't think I'd go that far. Unless oh, unless I was trying to make this famous model and... But then again... But then people have massive issue with that, don't yeah, they? Because you're putting her out there yeah. for comments. And, and it's not her choice. It's not her choice, yeah. And I think that's what people that's would have an crazy. issue with. That is yeah. crazy stats. Unbelievable. I, I mean, my, my first reaction was, um, if I was that parent, I'm not sure I'd admit yes to that. You know, like I was filling in the second... I lie yeah, and always yeah. on surveys, particularly in the age bracket. Like, always. I wonder why. I wonder why parents are doing that. Like, I just automatically think, oh, they're just trying to, you know, maybe they're on set and maybe they have to show their content or they've just done this film and that film, you know, like... Yeah, but you're thinking of it from your perspective as a mum of an actress, as as an actress, you know. Yeah, in that industry. but But maybe some parents just... Desperation, trying to make money, you know, times are hard, cost of living, you know, they've seen that people make loads of money on Instagram or on YouTube and so maybe that's why... Yeah. Um, it's just that choice. I don't know. If you are one of those parents, yeah, send us a message. I'd yeah, love to in, know why. Get in touch and we'll promise yeah. not to like judge you. We'll yeah. just ask you 
honestly. Um, but, but, you know, sort of moving into the age bracket of kids that we're talking about, the same report. Um, so obviously TikTok, Instagram, um, Snapchat, they all have this sort of minimum age requirement of 13. But it says that as many as 80% of 12-year-olds have some kind of social media profile, um, which pretty much suggests that the 13 bits can be completely ignored, ignored, isn't it? Um, And most likely that's on TikTok. So children age 8 to 11 were more likely to have profiles on TikTok, uh, 34%, and YouTube, 27%. So, I mean, we know about TikTok, right? And we're going to talk about it and the sort of endless scrolling that sometimes we quite enjoy. Interestingly, I uh, I found an article um, about Bear Grylls, right? Which not only tells me that his kids' names are quite something spectacular. Um, did you know he's got teenagers? They're no, nineteen, I didn't. seventeen, and fourteen, and they're called Jesse. Okay, great. Yeah, Marmaduke and Huckleberry. No way. I mean, I'm I'm kind of so love cool. it. Bear Grylls. I th- I'm really surprised at this. Bearing in mind he's like the big outdoor man, head of the yeah, scouts, or yeah. whatever he is. He says, said at the Hay Literary Festival this year, urges parents to let children set their own rules on social media usage. No. Yeah. He said they should police themselves. And he said, said something along the lines of, yeah, social media can be brilliant. It really can. The brilliant side of it is it connects us. You learn stuff. Um, yeah, I do agree with that. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he said the key there is not letting it control you. We agree with all that. But he was saying it's kind of like a preparing you for adulthood. So making decisions for yourself, setting rules for yourself, understanding that you will make mistakes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think he lives like, you know, literally on an island and there's probably no phone reception. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. What's it like in your house? Is it, you know, is social media a positive thing or not in your house it's a bit I would say overall it's positive but I have seen at times it has been negative yeah and I had to sit sit Mimi and Hendrix down and say I think social media can be an amazing place if you tap in to positive and amazing things Mm -hmm. you know if you put hashtag I feel sad today then you're just going to get loads of sad things and it's going to just you're going to tap into the back like dark like grumpy side of things and sad things but if you like Mimi uses it loads for hair to be honest she you know like she comes to me oh what hairstyle do I should I wear my hair for school you know because it's a big thing you know, at her, her age and her hair is not the easiest for her to do. She's got hair a bit like yours, would yes, you say? Curly so kind of afro style. Yes, and it takes a lot of thought and time to do. Yeah. And she doesn't have anyone else like that at school with her hair. So for her, social media and hair has been great because she'll Google, wow. not Google, she'll hashtag curly mixed race hairstyles. Yeah. Even though I, I've actually started doing and I'm suggesting her, what about this hairstyle, that hairstyle? So... It's great for her. Yeah. That's the positive side of it. Yeah. Hendrix is just does loads of TikTok with football and mm-hmm. gives him loads of ideas to go in the garden and practice this trick and that trick with football. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say oh yeah, overall it's positive. And what are the, what kind of boundaries have you set in place for them on social media? Are so they So three hours out? limit. Okay. We per have day. A, per day and that's okay. across all social media. Which I'm having a bit of an argument with Mimi because she's like, Snapchat is like your mum's WhatsApp group, mum. 
It's like, yeah. you know, you, your, your era, your generation use WhatsApp to talk. We use Snapchat to talk. You so it, she keeps saying it shouldn't be in the social media limit of the three hours yeah. because that's how she talks to her friends. That's how she FaceTimes yeah. them. Well, not FaceTimes them. She Snapchats them. So it's, we're having a bit of an argument about that. Yeah. Cause, but I just say, no, three hours is your limit overall for everything. Because if they're not communicating, day. they feel like they're missing out, don't they? Yeah. Um, and there is a little bit of, you know, anxiety around them missing out and not being, you know, hanging out with their friends and stuff. So, yeah. You know. And I don't allow phones in bedrooms. They have, no, I they have to give me their phone an hour before they go to bed. Yeah. And I'm really strict about that because I'm yeah. like, you know, you should have an hour of just no phones, you know, get your school bag done, yes. potter about, just have a bit of you time without being influenced or without being talking to friends loads. Just yeah. have that time for you to reflect on your day and sort out what you're doing for tomorrow yeah. and you know, any homework you've got to do. And also and that blue just, light from the screen is I don't think dreadful it's, for no, Not for just before bed. Sleep. No, it's horrendous. Not like turn your phone off, then try and go to sleep. No, yeah. like... So, yeah, sometimes they say I'm, I'm a nightmare, I'm really strict, but I'm, You're quite, right strict. With it. <laughs> I'm quite strict with that. What about you? What's your um, well, social I mean, media at home? I think because obviously Ruby's nearly eight, nearly 19. So, you know, we've kind of established, we, we established our rules with her first because yeah. she was the first. She's also like really well behaved um, and quite mature. So it was quite easy really with Rubes. Um but definitely will have had moments where she's encountered things online that perhaps make her feel a bit crap. Um, yeah. But she's she's just quite stoic as Rube. So it's not been an issue. And also now, so she was never allowed a phone in a room. Um, I, I used to say, you know, nothing good happens after half past nine, which is, I mean, clearly not true. <laughs> um, but, you know, I used to sort of make a joke and out it would come. Now, obviously, at 18, nearly 19, if she chooses to have a phone in a room, she can. Um, Minnie uh, likes her sleep, is always playing football, needs her phone taken off her so that she can sleep and relax and recuperate. Yeah. Um, and she's a crowd pleaser. So if I say to Minnie, please can I have your phone? generally she takes she hands it over on a weekend that's my own exception she's allowed her phone now she's 16 she's allowed a phone in her room at weekends um unless because she's in the room above us like if it's buzzing you know when it's like she puts it on silent yeah. but then yeah, it's still, still going yeah so i sometimes shout i'm like Minnie, <laughs> put it on do not disturb but uh, you know because she's always knackered she doesn't have much contact time with her friends because she's always playing football so uh, you know there's a bit of kind of I don't know. There's a bit of reasoning there. Right. Okay. So then on to Zeb. <laughs> right. My tween, who is, it would appear illegally on um, <laughs> at least three in social media sites. Um, he's obsessed with TikTok and he has to be on Snapchat every hour of every day. He yeah. tells me this quite regularly because if he's not, he misses out. He struggles with his anxiety anyway around friendships and is lacking confidence sort of around all of that has found moving into high school quite tricky so I have to tread a bit carefully and just a bit more differently yeah. uh, with him so um he's on limits he has his phone taken off him at quarter to nine is the new the latest time it kind of gets pushed back by 15 minutes sort of every term or yeah yeah um and it goes in the charging drawer down here and bosh away and he doesn't he's not allowed on it and then he's not allowed back on it even on snapchat until he's got his uniform on, his shoes on, his teeth brushed, and his bag on his back. Do you know what? I do that with all 
with my two as well. I'm and saying all three, like Myla's got a phone. Yeah, she doesn't have enough phone. She's, Myla's definitely not I on saw social her on media. At <laughs> age four. But yeah, mine don't get the phone until no. they're ready walking oh, out. Oh, because walking otherwise out the they door. don't do anything, do they? It's not all bad. It can I be an income. It can be, a, it, can be a, it can be a job, which, you know, we know because today's guest... She's made it. Does her exactly job. that. Yes. She's made it her job. Um, yeah, I think I think we should just dive right into Katie Woods. Katie Woods is known as Come Down to the Woods on Instagram. When I met her, I had more followers than her for about a week. <laughs> <laughs> I met her on Instagram. She now has how many followers? She has over 260,000 followers. She's an amazing Instagram influencer. Her content is really clever. And it's well worth, I will just say, um, if you're you're a parent or you're raising a tween, so like a, a nearly teen, and they haven't got a phone yet, Katie has a really cool piece of advice, which I wish someone had told me before I'd, I, I'd given a phone over I really wish I'd have it's good been it? told that yeah you've got to it's you've good. got to listen just for that piece of information have a listen from the coldest house in the world so it's quite nice do you want a cup of yeah give one please I don't think I've been since you've done it all have you eaten yeah. Uh, yeah I've eaten I was like she offered me brunch and then books me in the afternoon I know yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that to do what you do with tea. You stew it, don't you? Welcome, Katie Woods, oh, to my kitchen. Thanks, guys. It's lovely to be here again. I've spent so much time here in this kitchen over the past, what, five, six years? Yeah, you oh, really it have. It feels like I've come home. And it's a oh. much nicer kitchen right now than my kitchen at home, so oh. thank you. Yeah, you're in the middle of a renovation project Yeah, at the dirty end, the really dirty end. Yeah. So um, <laughs> for those who don't know Katie, she's um, a good friend of Danielle and I. Um, she is an Insta goddess. Like that, thank um, you. I met Katie. Um, oh, so we, this is going to be ridiculous because I'm not even going to remember how long ago. Um, I reckon it was 2017. Do you? I reckon Gosh, it was that's slightly uh, old. Wow. Or was it 16? Is that when there were still only six people on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just us yeah. having a conversation. Yeah, it was. And a few people's breakfast. It was, it was so pictured. nice, though. It was the first time I've ever met someone I don't know in real life. You know, like as in, you know, I met you online. It's all the things that we're probably going to discuss that your kids shouldn't do for the next 20 You're minutes. You're right, actually. You met on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I invited her into my home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty safe. Um, and yeah, and we, 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 established a business together we worked and parted together probably more of the latter we lived in each other's pockets yeah pretty much we I did. would say and and probably did a lot of parenting chat in that time I, I still say. smell your perfume on some of my clothes Aww. like years later it's lovely perfume Gosh, what um, is that? that's good that's a good value perfume <laughs> Marrakesh Andrika Thomas yeah. hashtag sponsor <laughs> we keep trying to name check a few things Katie you know in the off chance that someone might actually sponsor the podcast yeah, that'd be great yeah that'd be good the dream so Katie we've invited you for our social media episode um it seemed like the obvious fit when we were doing our kind of like brainstorming or going through our lists of people wish lists of people that we'd like to talk to on this um podcast um this was a no-brainer really it was just like it's got to be katie katie can be the only person we speak to we know her we trust her um i live inside my phone inside your phone (laughs) so we can just discuss everything from like screen time to managing social media with teens 
we want to know about it from a parent perspective. You've got loads of too many. I mean, some would say too many. I'm like the old woman who lived in a shoe. Yeah, loads of kids and pets. Yeah. Um, And also you've got an experience of growing an Instagram account from being a hobby into your business, your work. Um, So, yeah, we've got loads to kind of dig into. Is there anything we've missed about you? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Other than the fact that I've pivoted my career, I guess, in my forties, yeah. which has been a great opportunity to have. I used to be a dentist, um, yep. so when we were working all those you years ago, I was still working as a dentist, yeah, yep. um, fitting everything around it. But now I've kind of dropped that um, and don't go to clinic anymore. And do you now miss I just it? do this. Can I just oh, say, do. But you do answer questions <laughs> on dentist. I texted the other day saying, "Dentist has got this problem with his tooth. Can you help me, Katie?" Honestly, well, I keep trying to get Chris, my husband dentist too i keep trying to get chris to pick up the social media torch for for his practice yes yeah um and he won't he's just a bit too shy um but do i miss it um no i don't miss the teeth um but i really miss the people yeah um i really miss that feeling of having somebody come into uh the the clinic and and be nervous and be you know upset and i know deep down that i am going to that person will leave feeling loads better. So I know that I can change that person's experience. So I really, really, really miss that. Um, And I miss uh, going to a workplace as well because it can be quite lonely, you know, working on social media, you're on your own quite a lot. You know, it always seems quite busy, but a lot of the time you're just sat at home on your own. So I I miss that part about it. It's a bit cleaner though, I imagine. Not in my house. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll tell you what I remember from from when we first started working together. It's a great conversation starter because everybody's got a bloody question about their teeth. They do, they They do. And I don't mention it as much online anymore because I've got so many questions. Yeah, I can imagine. And I would get people asking me really personal, not personal questions, but um, um, like questions specifically about their mouth and their teeth. Well, you need to see it, presumably. Well, yeah, and I can't, you can't, I can't do it. So yeah. I don't I don't really mention it much So she's anymore. not offering any online consultations. <laughs> just, just the Daniela and I. here to talk about teeth, but she'll, she'll reply to my text. I'll reply you to see. yours. Thank I'll you. reply to yours. The first big question I want to ask you, because I think that so much is discussed about social media and so much advice is thrown about for, for teenagers on social media Um and whether it's whether it's positive or negative, good or bad, but do you think social media is destroying our teenagers? Uh, no, I really don't. I feel like it's um, a, a wonderful tool for them if handled correctly and if people can put limits on it. Um, parents and and teenagers. I, I mean, I think as a parent, it's a lot easier for us to try and put those limits on 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 our children. Yeah. But even from my own point of view, sometimes I find it difficult to put limits on myself. Um, so that's very difficult for kids to do, to limit yeah. themselves. Um, but I think use correctly, like anything in life, right? You know, anything that's, that's good and fun um, and that's, uh, that you want to do more of is quite difficult to, to, to put those limits on. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can, I can think of loads of reasons why it's great. Give us one. Well, you know, when before I came on this, I was thinking, right, okay, what are the pros and cons? My pros list is is way bigger than my cons list, which I think is great to hear, don't yeah, you? Because I yeah. think so many parents are terrified of it. Do you, yeah, do you get I, other parents asking you questions? Uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, um, and and the kids ask a lot of questions about it as well. But 
I don't I don't know. I think that it's it's literally a portal into everything. You yeah. know, you can find out absolutely anything. You can better yourselves. Yeah. Um, you can learn things. You can be exposed to things that you would never, ever normally be exposed to. I mean, personally, I have grown so much as a person being on social media because I now am exposed I don't want to say exposed I I, you know I I put myself in these situations Mm. but you know I now um see things every day that I would never normally see yeah you know from real people's points of view you know it's not it's not the news it's not you know it's not what people want you to see it's people telling their own stories um and I feel like I'm a much much more rounded person now after being on social media yeah and and I know this because when my husband and I are watching something or we're having a conversation I I never used to see the difference five or six years ago and now I'll start asking the questions that and think why don't you know that yeah you know why 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 don't you know about this this movement or this you know this group of 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 people why don't you know that and that's because I'm on social media all the time and he's he's not he's still buried in people's mouths so yeah yeah I I have that with Simon a bit actually it's very much me and the girls because obviously my Ruby's nearly 19 Minnie's 16 Zeb's on a little bit of social media but we'll have chats about stuff we've seen online and like really good stuff you know like the news they absorb the news through snapchat and they'll tell me stuff they've seen and Simon is is he's still watching the channel 4 news at seven o'clock on a you know weekday night or he's listening to podcasts about the Middle East and he's you know he's very well up on it but not in the same way so he's outside of those conversations sometimes it's funny isn't it it's it's crazy and you know sometimes I have to go no you need to you need to look at this yeah you know you need to learn that you know and yeah it's crazy yeah which that actually takes me to another question of do parents, do you feel parents have a duty to be on social media or at least understand it? Because I know lots of parents out there are like, oh, they're just on their phones and they're in their rooms and they're, they're looking at something, but I don't understand it. And, you know, and they're quite negative about it. But if, if parents are on it, do you think be better do we have a duty to be on it to understand it basically well, well I'd say we're all quite frightened of things that we don't understand right so you know I understand social media I, I you know I I know how to navigate myself around it um and so I can quite quickly and quite easily see what they're doing and, and what they're looking at and I feel comfortable with that um social media isn't difficult it's not this strange like unfathomable thing and and actually I find Facebook one of the hardest which is which mm. is what some generations seem to find easier um so I'd say it you you don't have to but I'd say it's wise to it's wise Mm. to be able to find your way around it for sure um there's no excuse not to really no I think we refer to it a lot you know um oh well they find that out on social media you know uh, they find out about sex education from social media or they find out about bullying from social media but you know you don't unless you're on it yourself, you don't know what they're finding out about sex or what they're finding out about bullying. And you never truly know, but even just to ha- be able to have one foot in that, in that camp and understand or, it a bit. Or just to be able to open discussion yeah. with them about it, yeah. to, you know, to talk to them on the same level without yeah. looking like you don't know what you're talking about. Because yeah. you know what teenagers are like. They're like, oh, mum, yeah. dad, oh, God, you don't know anything. You know, the eye roll. You know, they can't do that with me in social media yeah. because they know that I know a lot more about it than, than they, they do. do. <laughs> you know, so, so it's, 
it, we're on different levels in, yeah. in that conversation. I mean, everything else they still roll their eyes at me about. Like, yeah, yeah. Literally my whole life. But you know, cannot, I'm totally but uncool. But you winning with the social yeah, media, with yeah. the Instagram, you're like, no, I know exactly I know that. what you're yeah. What about TikTok, though? Because TikTok's obviously bigger for them. Do you feel as, as confident in that? Um, I do feel confident in it. I, I mean, obviously, my my kind of social priority is Instagram. But I can find my way around TikTok absolutely fine. But really interestingly, when when I go on TikTok, I just, I lose time. Mm. Um, You know, and I find myself scrolling, 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 (gasps) which I don't do as much on Instagram. Um, So... You know, I'll, I'll, I'll find myself watching something. And, I, you know, we all of a sudden go, what What am I watching? I what is this? Yeah, I have no idea what this is. Or... And I like it. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, I like the place I'm in, but I don't know how I got here. Um, so, yeah, I, I can navigate myself around it. Uh, but I think that there are certain things that, that you've got to, you've got to just keep checking in, check yeah. in, check in, check in on yeah. what they're doing. Um so is that what you do with yours then? How, how do the rules play out? Because I imagine in your house, I mean, I'm not, I, I have a tiny Instagram profile by comparison, but I do spend a lot of time on my phone, even for work, you know, just s- sending emails back and forth, doing parent admin. It yeah, always seems to it, be on the blooming phone, doesn't it? You've got yeah. to book them into parents evening on the phone. Well, it's your You've brain, got, your diary, your everything, everything in your hand. And, and so I find it really hard to then say, which I say about 25 times an hour to Zeb. Get, get off, off your, your phone. phone. And then they'll look at me on and I'm on yeah, my phone. How on yeah, earth how do, do you, you establish do rules and boundaries in your house? Well, so the rules for me is when I'm on my phone, I'm at work. And I have to say, just pretend I'm in the office. Pretend, you know, like your dad. Your dad's in surgery somewhere. That's great, yeah. Um, you know, when I'm on my phone, I am not scrolling through Instagram. I'm doing jobs. And sometimes scrolling through Instagram is my job. Yep. You know, that you might, you might catch a glimpse of that. But, you know, it's work. So... Um, that's how, that's how I explain it to them. For, for, for me and my children, we just put time limits on. We're really clear on our time limits and they have two hours a day and they can use those two hours a day as in, as in how they want to. So is that screen time or social media? Pretty much everything time, not social media. So just two hours. I mean, they're at school. Yeah. They, obviously there are, there are certain things they can always do. They can always call us. They can always message us. Yeah. Um, but as far as being on their phone and looking into their device, they have two hours a day. Okay. And, I mean, they get round it. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, I've done all that with, with mine, and they have managed to crack the code on everything. Yeah, I, I mean, Even they're, down they're to, not you know, angels, at the night when sh- you look and go how much screen time they've had. <laughs> yeah, how just, is it nine hours? It doesn't make... <laughs> oh, one day, I mean, one of them was like, oh, they've only been on the phone 20 minutes. I was like, that's not true. Well, they also have this really weird perception of time, right? So, you know, they'll go, yeah. oh, I was only doing it for... Or I was only in the toilet for three minutes. No, you weren't. Oh, you know, you yeah. were in there for two hours. Um, it's the same with screen time isn't it you know they don't re- it, they don't realize they're, they're they're doing it they don't realize no. that they're sucked in um and yeah in, they're not angels at all they will find their way around it um but we are pretty fastidious about checking it um and when we see that it's over you know and they they fess up you know yeah. they're like what they do is they send me um they send me if my phone's um, not on me. So if I've left it in a different room, they'll send a request and then go onto it and press that request and then and then do it themselves. Yeah, right. You know, it's kids. That's yeah. what they do. And it's something that they really want and they find a way to, yeah. to get it. And they know they're going to get into trouble for it and they do get yeah. into trouble for it. But I suppose it's a bit like, like we would have pushed the boundaries by staying out an hour after we were told to come in yeah. when we were younger. You know, it's like yeah. you're, you're always going to push that. 
that boundary bit. Do you find that they... Um, so, if obviously, you've got teens that are over 13 um, without giving your entire family dynamic away. <laughs> so, did... Um, the, the, so, legally, they're meant to not go on to TikTok... Snapchat, Instagram, pretty much all of those platforms until they're 13. And yet there's this big line in the sand where at 11 and you go to high school, you get your first phone. Generally speaking, this has been my experience, you get your first phone and therefore you need to communicate with your pals. So you're 11. Um, Mine definitely had... uh definitely had it before they were 13 but not long before they were 13 um probably when they were 12 ish um and snapchat at around about the same time because of this exclusion thing you know because if they haven't got snapchat they're not meeting up with their friends because for some reason they can't talk to each other or they can't message each other No, they don't. like what why would why would you dm someone it's all on snapchat yeah um and it's that fear of missing out isn't it when you're a teenager which we all have amy you know i'm not having an adult Yeah. yeah, well, you have a mixture of FOMO and JOMO, don't you? Yeah. Which is another thing I had to explain to Simon because he's not on social media. He's oh, okay. not heard of okay. the joy of missing out. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay, so we're moving on a bit then, talking about what you have done with social media, which is to turn it into a career. And I know that um, well, you and I have both been invited into schools to chat about funny, squiggly, quirky careers that have taken yeah. us from one place Crazy and in your situation pivoted massively. Yeah. Um, and there is money to be made, good money. It's a proper living. It's worthwhile in a lot of senses compared to some other you know, some other roles and some other jobs. Um, You know, would you be happy for one of your children to put down on their little job thing, their careers thing at school, you know, I want to be an influencer? I would be uh, very happy because they will have seen how I've done it and they will see the hard work that I've put in because it absolutely isn't just posing and, you know, pointing and shooting and advertising stuff. You know, I I don't have the um, the privilege of being famous beforehand. And I think that that's what's given it all a bad name, hasn't it? Yes, I agree. Yeah. You know, which is you've already, you know, you, you, you amass this following overnight. Um, or not necessarily overnight. If you're famous, may, maybe not so much. But you have yeah, but this following anyway. That has happened, doesn't it? With yeah. reality stars and stuff like that. If you, if you make it big on Love Island or whatever, you instantly get two or three million followers. Yeah. And therefore... You can point and shoot. You can, and you don't have to work too hard to get the results. Whereas for um, people like ourselves, you know, you, we, we, we've, we've built it up from absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And we've also built it up not even knowing that it was a job in the first place. I mm-hmm. mean, being an influencer when I first started my Instagram account wasn't a thing. No, yeah. It didn't exist. You know, those, th- those jobs didn't exist five or six years ago. Um, so my kids have watched me graft and they've watched me teach myself loads of different techniques loads of different um things that I've needed you know I've become an editor a photographer a videographer um uh, I I write all the time you know with all these things that I would never have done as as a dentist you're a businesswoman as well yeah you you strike a a deal a a negotiator (laughs) top negotiator (laughs) I'm a terrible negotiator Um, all these things that 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 I've had to teach myself, and I'm really proud of myself for doing yeah, that. Yeah, right. Um, so they know what's involved, and if they still want to do it, knowing what's involved, then they can go for it. Yeah. Um, I think that there are many people who would just think it's an easy, you know, you get loads of freebies, and yeah. you know, you go on holiday and you get flown first class places. It's so not that. Yeah. Um, and they see that. 
Um, so, so they probably won't want to be influencers. <laughs> They'll probably you, be dentists. You put them off. <laughs> they definitely don't want to be dentists. Okay. No, they don't. But oh, interesting. Yeah. So I, I, I would, I would be happy. Yeah. I would be happy. And that's because you have seen that you have upskilled, you have earned good, decent money, you have been happy, and you have, as you said, you've become a more like rounded wholesome person because you you've seen more and heard more yeah and and I do it with integrity and I I think because I come from a professional career I take it really seriously yeah yeah, so it's not you know it's not about just you know taking something and taking the money and run you know let's say um it's it's about doing a really really good job and being really really professional yeah it hasn't always been brilliant, though, has it? What, 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 <laughs> yeah, what's the downside? What is the downside? You know, I'm sure that parents will have heard about trolling and privacy. Oh, I thought and... you were going to give up some secrets that, like, mine and your secrets <laughs> from long ago, Amy, there. Well, I didn't know where you were going to know about that. Katie Woods is. <laughs> she snores. Uh, I remember snoring, actually. I I'm a very good bedmate. Yeah, I think, I think we were. Yeah. I think we were both quite we good. We are we? good. We're compatibly. Yeah. Compa- we, we slept yeah. together compatibly. Yeah, we did. Is that even a word? Compatibly. Roots and wings. You haven't had loads of backlash. I know that just having chatted to you on a personal level, but you have experienced it. And kids, teens today will have heard about cyberbullying. They will have heard about trolling. So I suppose the question is like twofold. How have you dealt with it and what have you learned from it that you would then pass on to to teens? Yeah, I have been trolled. Um, I'd say I get at least, you know, a couple of trolling messages per week, which doesn't sound like much, but they can hit you like a punch in the gut sometimes, especially if you're not expecting them. Um, And they hit you where it really, really hurts. Mm. And it's not nice. Um, I'm in an incredibly lucky position where I, you know, I have a supportive family, I have supportive friends, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm relatively confident. It doesn't really hit me that hard, but there's a lot of people out there that it that it will and it is awful I think ultimately it's not about you it's about the person who is trolling you or bullying you Um, most people don't even think they're being trolls you know most people don't even think that it's an it's a a negative thing that they're saying you know but it absolutely is bullying it's yeah and there is no other profession or no other place in the world where there is no support for you at all where you are um really meant to just take it Mm -hmm. you know i I don't understand because i you know i work on social media there's no hr that i can call you know and say i don't like this someone's been really mean to me someone is really bullying me here yeah um there was there was one one particular um there was one particular time where where something was sent to my address you know and it's like they they found out where I live um and you know it's not very nice at all but there's no support there's nothing out there the only support that you get is from within you know you have to you have to have really strong beliefs in yourself and you have to have a really strong belief that it is somebody else's problem and not yours For me, that's okay. For kids, that's really hard. Yeah. Really, really hard. Um, And some... Even now, every single time I get a comment, you know, there's there's something within me that wants to not lash out, but you know, get back on my yeah. keyboard and tap an awful response, you know, yeah. and and yeah. I have to, so I tap it and then I delete it and then I tap it again and then I delete it and then I come, you know, go Kate. And quite aggressive tapping as well, which will help. That will help, won't it? I imagine. (laughs) Um, And I found that if you just 
step away for a while then you know yeah. an hour later a day later it's not it's not so bad and that is the only advice that I can give kids you know is to just not be impulsive in any kind of replies because when you're hurt you 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 lash back out and that's what they want you to do yeah. and that's when the the real damage starts because it becomes a a, a roller coaster then Good, of yeah. you know throwing things backwards and forwards yeah. and you can never you can never delete any of that well, you can delete it, but it's still so there. Don't still engage. A footprint. Don't engage. Never engage. Yeah, don't engage. Best piece of advice I was ever given about trolling. It was before I'd ever, ever had a troll. Um, and it was from Erica Davis. And mm-hmm. we were sat talking about, about trolls and about negativity. And I was like, oh, what, what? I don't, you know, I've never really had any of that. And she said, well, if you do, um, the best thing that you can do is just give a thumbs up emoji. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and it's kind of, passive enough to know that you've you've heard it and you know you've recognized it almost enough to make them go away because you've responded to it because sometimes if you don't respond they'll come back harder Um, and and that's enough it's a full stop to the end of it which is a bit like bullying advice and I say to Zeb you know if he's feeling like someone's picking on him and Zeb's a big reactor to everything and I say to him all the time every time you react that's what they're looking for yeah. and they'll yeah. go again because they want a bigger reaction and a bigger meltdown and a bigger so but kids are just designed to overreact aren't yeah. they that's what they, they do they are but i just they think react. but i think you just got to keep that conversation yeah. open you know yeah. and talk about the conversations that they're having online and you know be be the person that they want to come and tell you yeah about it's almost like they've just got to go with it and own it and show they're not bothered because I know one of my kids you know because all the all the kids on on the bus the school bus have all got their phones and they take pictures of you you know when you look you worse or you know like just a funny angle and then they're yeah. posting it all on the social media or the snapchat and then people start laughing I'm like well just laugh with them laugh at yourself yeah, and laugh but, with them but that is and not okay you, to be it's not okay to be but taking as soon pictures as they did it they kind of like shut them up yeah. What is the? I mean, I'm not expecting you to answer this, so if we'll edit it out, because you may not know the answer, <laughs> but I don't know the answer, so I think we should probably, I'm making a note, dig around. What are the kind of, like, can you report it? Can you report trolling? Can you report, like, to the police, I mean? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you can report yeah. someone taking photos of you, can't you? Because they're quite clear about that in yeah. school. But yeah, can you, you, you can report it to the police. Yeah, that's, that, that'd be your first port of call. You won't be edited out. Is to go. <laughs> <laughs> she knew the she answer. She knows the answer. Well done. <laughs> yeah, you can't go we, to Instagram. We definitely didn't know the answer. <laughs> no, I mean, I just knew about photos because there's a big thing at school. Like often someone will share a photo and it'll go around, say, all the boys' WhatsApp group. Yeah. Or, not WhatsApp, Snapchat. And they will know that even it being on their phone is against like, the law or school policy or whichever way around and, but that's is. the thing with kids they know they yeah, know that they, they shouldn't do. have that they're told that yeah. at school you but know they it's still do but it. they still do but it they still do yeah. it so that's why it's like you know and yes you can report it and the school will deal with it but by then it's already been it's yeah. already been out there yeah. everyone's laughed too about late. it everyone's commented and then you know yeah it's all taken down it's all deleted they've been told off in school they've been parents have been informed but the damage is kind of already done yeah so it's it's teaching them i guess yeah coping mechanisms of how what would you do in that situation and, and often, how would you handle it and often they'll, often they'll learn from mistakes and whether or not it's theirs or somebody else's yeah you know you have to learn from from mistakes but yeah. i think you i think the other thing is just is is also trying to um make sure that you're on the same page as the learn what they're what they're learning at school from yeah. it 
you know, and be on the exact same page with that. Because yeah. some parents might not know that it's not okay to take pictures of people. Yeah. Um, and have that on your phone Very you know true. it's it's it, it's really important that you you know you um make sure that you're aware of what they're being taught at school so you've given us tons of like i mean it's just like loads of stuff yeah. loads of stuff um if you could just give us then just a couple of takeaways for for parents listening to this podcast or teen raisers or educators of teens or teenagers themselves just a couple of nuggets under that big umbrella term of social media and raising teens what would the two three one piece of advice you'd give well go going way 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 back if yeah. if you are um if you don't have teens yet or that you, that you don't yeah. even have a phone yet you know yeah. if it might be second or third child um the best piece of advice I can give you is to write a contract with your kids when they have their phone. Mm-hmm. They're so desperate for a phone, they would have done anything. And this is something that I really wish that I'd done with my kids, which yeah. is write a contract. Is Yes, you can have this phone, but these are the things that you're going to need to do. And the first thing that I would write on it is you, you need to give up your phone whenever whenever we ask in order to so that we can check on it yeah. so that we can check the messages that you're sending so that we can check all of that, I like that. Um, and I think it's really important that you have a relationship with your kids that 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 means that you can check their messages their so phone. Would, that, would that mean you know their codes to the phone yeah because they all have locks right yeah. okay yeah. yeah and you know you, you put all of that on um and you know in a couple of years down the line if they say no you've got a signed piece of paper you know you just write it out yourself I'm not talking about yeah, going yeah. To, but you know a, a bit of fun you say actually this is what you agreed to when you had the phone so that that's that's kind of a, a big piece of advice that I would give mm-hmm. other than that talk yeah. talk 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 keep the conversation open yeah. familiarize yourself with what they're looking at you know yeah. make make sure that you know what they're looking at make sure you understand it all yeah. um and make sure that that they know that they can come to you if anything does go a bit wrong yeah that's always a big big one with anything isn't it really yeah Roots and wings. what about phones in bedrooms just one last thing our, our kids can't have their phones at no, night mine, mine but they can have them in the bedrooms during they they put them outside their rooms at yeah. night so yeah we have a we have a similar um, thing they're not yeah. allowed them in the bedroom after a certain hour. I mean, Ruby is now because she's essentially yeah, an adult. adult. <laughs> she will be 19. She's, you know, taken herself off traveling and done all sorts of things. So I don't think I can really say. But yeah. it's um, hard, though. It's, yeah. it's really hard. When you make that decision to transition from saying it's okay. It's child dependent as well, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Some are quite good. Yeah, yeah. We've got very different children. Yeah. Can I just ask you, what's... <laughs> about the, your teeth. Yeah, about, not about the teeth. <laughs> I've got this dodgy oh, molar. again. I have actually got a couple of teeth questions, but I'll ask you afterwards. <laughs> but, you know, you says you've got, obviously have screen time um, limits with your children. I do with mine. What consequences do they have? Because they always go over it or they manage to try and get round it I mean my consequences if they go over an hour then I double it the next day they have two hours less that day that's kind of my rule I weirdly it's just hard trying to figure out a a punishment a consequence for if because they are going to push the the rules in the house they are going to do that yeah I think I'm probably quite lenient on on punishments you know I kind of I I don't I don't ever want to be that horribly strict parent that is always taking things away um so you know we we are relatively soft but I don't often punish them with taking their phone away when it's about their phone weirdly Mm, um I tend to hit them in their pocket you know and they have pocket money and 
So, you know, they'll have an amount deducted from their pocket money, but maybe not the first time. You know, there's all, there's always, I'm, I'm just not the strictest, strictest yeah. of parents. That's yeah. Right. You have given us more than enough of you and your time, but we're going to have to ask you our two, um, oh, our two fun, our fun questions. <laughs> so our first question is Roots and Sings. So basically, can you tell us the soundtrack to your teens? It has to be one song that takes you straight back to your teen years. Uh, okay, uh, so I uh, grew up in a place called Stourbridge, um, which was the centre of all grungy music. So I was a real grunge fan. Um, so I would go, ooh, uh, either something by the levelers, or, no, Wonder Stuff. Wonder Stuff. Oh, yeah. I love the Wonder Size stuff. of a cow, yes! Wonder Stuff. <laughs> I have no idea what you're both <laughs> talking about. You're too oh, young, dear. you're too young, you're too yeah, young. Yeah, you're definitely too young. That was my first concert. Oh, with my Doc Martens oh. and my floaty... Did you have float- a tassie skirt? Yes, my floaty skirt. Did you burn your sticks? Big- yeah, of course yeah. I burned oh your sticks. <laughs> I missed a whole era. You were only that much younger than I you guys. Know. <laughs> I know. But- you're probably like too cool for that. Yeah, yeah. My, I was listening to hip-hop, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if you could go back and talk to your teenage self, what is the one piece of advice you would give to yourself? Okay. Um, well, I, I spent the majority of my teens probably being the chubbiest of all of my friends <laughs> and not being particularly body confident. I would go back um, to that wonderful chubby kid and say, Cute. you will be the happiest you've ever been um, being the largest you've ever been. So oh, stop stressing about fantastic. it. That's brilliant. That's really good. Yeah. Would you have listened? Um, I would if I'd been on social media now. Mm. So because there's so much more representation, oh, we're getting back into the podcast now, I aren't love we? That though. But we, you know, there's so much more representation now. There was nobody that looked like me when yeah. when I was 14, 15. Like in more magazine, or- nobody, absolutely nobody. But if I'd have been on social media, I would have felt represented. So maybe I wouldn't have felt like that. That's a brilliant that's thing to end really, on. Really, that's, there you go. that's a positive <laughs> mic drop. Positive. Positive. Thank you, Katie. You've been fantastic. Oh, it's been lovely. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. If anybody wants to follow Katie, she hangs about on Instagram yeah. at Come Down to the Woods, though there was talk of that name changing. Maybe one day. One day. But for now, at Come Down to the Woods. And thank you, Katie. Oh, So the contract. The contract. Imagine if we'd have known that. Katie, your work here is done. Literally. I mean, I've known her for years and she never told me that piece of information (laughs) or advice. It's too late for me, but what a clever idea. I don't think we're providing like, you know, definitive answers. What What I really focused on or I'm really tuned into with Katie was this opportunity, this kind of positivity around, you know, she said... If my kids came and said they wanted to be an influencer, I would say that's okay with me. And I was like, there ain't many people who are going to say that, even now with all these people making careers out of influencing. Um, And I just thought, good on you, actually, because you have pivoted a career yeah from being a dentist to absolutely and I played around with that for a bit you know we I, I did exactly the same at a time when I was you know like feeling a bit hard on myself I'd had kids and I didn't know what to do and I couldn't return to my actual career so I was like okay I've met some friends on Instagram um but actually it turned out to be really great people and yeah. I met some amazing people and I've had loads of work opportunities off the back of it so I just really took this sort of sense of positivity from yeah. Katie yeah, about she social really media. Did show that, yeah. Um and I think she probably has comes up against a lot of very refreshing a lot of very challenging 
chats and she's yes. the refreshing voice in those challenging chats a lot of the time so um yeah, yeah she's she just she was brilliant. just put a whole positive spin on it really absolutely like, brilliant and she is like I said she is a parent she has got teenagers herself yeah. and she's she knows a lot about social media she really does on she was that she kind was, of scale as she well she was our queen so Ruth got in touch. Um, Ruth actually has her own social media profile and she's older than three. Um, it is called Wear It Like Ruth and she shares um, fashion and styling tips. Um, she's fab. She's lovely, lovely. And she has three children and she shared some comments and also a couple of questions on a rather long voice note on our Instagram page. So uh, let's have a listen to what Ruth's got to say. Hey, Amy. Hey, Danielle. Oh my goodness, I've just seen that you're doing this social media one. I mean, I don't even have teens yet, but Jude, he's 13 in March. And the girls, you know, they're they're just 10. And oh my God, I find, and I know this is so ironic because clearly I like social media. Well, Instagram. So, you know, I am on my phone and I know this is really hard and I do spend time on my phone and they see me do that and I get it. But I just don't know. I think maybe because I see some negativity and I've not been aware of much personally, but you do, you know, hear and see of negativity and the negative impact social media can have on girls and boys. Um, and I'm so, so paranoid about it. Equally, um, you know, our kids, they are living in a different time to us when we grew up just like our parents were living in a different time when they were raising us. So, you know, there, there, there are things that my children teach me, you know, on their phones, on social media, about things that they've learned. Yeah, I, I question whether some of it's real or, or fake. Um, so we have to be, you know, we have to allow our kids to embrace technology and accept that that is totally um, part of their lives. That is what how they learn often as well you know um but it's about understanding the tools that we can have as parents that can protect them and yeah give them the boundaries that they need i know kids like boundaries i think that's where i've failed I'm really really keen to understand how other parents manage it what kind of um limits do they put in place um physically like what kind of you know bands do they have in the house when does screen when does screen time end um what apps do their kids have access to i you know this it's i could go on and on about this topic i am going to be so interested in listening to what you girls come up with um so yeah a great one to kick off with exciting She's just summed it up with all the pros and the cons of social media. Yeah. And I hope we've kind of answered it all for her. Yeah, I think I she'll have. take I think she'll take a few things away. I think she's gonna be creating a contract. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm actually <laughs> <Thank> jealous. <you. laughs> and let us know what you think of our first episode. We want feedback, but well, only lots nice of feedback. feedback. Yes, only positive feedback. No, we've got to have some negative feedback as well. No, we haven't. <laughs> Yeah, if that's how people feel and they go, oh, I don't think you should have spoke about this, you should have spoke about this instead, or 
We want to I hear don't mind realness. If they say, I don't mind if they say uh, Amy was too loud, too gobby, <laughs> too close to the mic. But if they say, you know, it's a pile of shit, don't bother next yeah, week. Yeah, don't want to hear really that. Sad. Yeah, don't want to hear <laughs> that kind of negative stuff. And yeah, we, we will continue the conversations. They'll be bigger. That We're going to have more episodes on even more... Uh, probably controversial topics actually yes. thinking about some of the things that are coming up um we lots of guests we've got some very some really good interesting guests, guests. Yeah, you want to yeah, share yeah. before we go yeah. before we like literally say that's a wrap on our no, first podcast no i'm just really excited that we're here we're doing this and we're gonna grow a little community on our podcast Me too. thanks for listening bye <laughs>